Hello and welcome to Starting Fresh. I'm Bianca. I'm Davina. Um, we are joined by a very special guest today, Bianca and I. Um, Sophia, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, my name is Sophia. I am a senior at UCLA. I'm literally graduating in like five weeks, which is crazy. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to be here. I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What made you choose UCLA and everything like that? What are you studying? All of that jazz. Yeah, so I'm from Miami, Florida. I am a psych major. Um, I'm also really into content creation, which is how you guys found me. Um, and yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. I remember um, I was just on TikTok and a bunch of your videos came on my feed because as like a new college student, I'm getting a bunch of like college advice TikToks. And of course, like you're you make a lot of those videos, which is awesome. And honestly, have helped me a lot, like trying to navigate through like my first semester and the beginning of my second. Um, so I guess like let's just dive into that. Like, why did you start making TikToks right now in your college experience? Um, well, honestly, so I started that account just like I, okay, so it's actually a funny story. The day that I started the account, I was like super defeated because I was applying to internships and I just, I think I probably had applied to like a hundred and I'd heard back from none. And I was like, wow, like, and also this was like fully in November. Like I had enough time to figure out because the internship was for the summer. Like I had enough time, but I was stressing out about it. And I was like, I'm never going to get an internship and all that. And then I was like, maybe this is like my sign to start my content creation <laughs> journey. Like maybe I can actually make something out of it. But when I did it, it was like a total joke. I did not think anything was going to come out of it. I just wanted to have like a secret account where I could post wherever. And so I've had that account for a really long time. And it hasn't been until like the past like six-ish months now where I've started to have videos blow up. And they're about random things too. Like I have a ton of videos about like no contact, like going no contact after a breakup. So that was like, that's where I started with like those videos blowing up. And then I literally made like a random video about talking, like talking about like college. Just thought I would share how I felt. It wasn't like people, like I ever really did like college content per se, but I was like, I'll just talk about it. And it ended up getting a ton of views and a ton of people saw it and a ton of people reached out because of it. And I just like, I could have never anticipated that when I made it because I genuinely thought it was going to get like 100 likes and that was it. Yeah, totally. And I feel like the content that you make is like super relatable. Um, is there like a specific experience that like jump started like these like college specific type of videos or like overall, like what like was your experience that like, like, you know, started into the, all of this? Yeah, so I made a TikTok at the beginning of January, it was the day before I was going to fly back to LA for like the start of the quarter. And I wasn't dreading coming back. I was just like not excited, which is usually what happens when I'm back home. And so I thought I was literally just like doing my makeup and I was like, let me just talk about it. So I did. And again, didn't think a ton of people were going to see it, but it ended up like getting, I think it has like 27K likes or something like that on that, on that video. And so after that, I was like, oh, interesting. Like maybe if I just kind of start opening up about my college experience, like people actually will see it. And like it actually, because I think the worst thing would be like to 
be super vulnerable and then no one sees it and you're like okay I just like <laughs> put my soul into like a video and now no one's seen it and it just is kind of awkward that it's just like sitting on my page but like when people see it and they're like oh my god I relate like I understand what you're talking about like this made me feel so much less alone you're like okay wait this is good like there's a reason to do it so after that I kind of started going into like and then of course there was this other video literally like a week later where I was talking about how I hate college um and I was like talking about my experience with that and then again a lot of people were like oh I feel the same way and after that I was like okay I can certainly talking about different aspects of my college experience and since then that's what I've been doing that's such a fun like interesting journey that you've been through um but I kind of wanted to talk about like your experience at UCLA and like how you've kind of grown since like your freshman year I think that both Davina and I are definitely like having our moments of like self-discovery. And I think even since like my beginning of college, I've definitely grown a lot as a person, but I would love to hear like that experience because you're graduating. And how would you say you've changed since freshman year, um, like socially? And if you have any advice related to that? Yeah, I mean, the the like self-discovery process has been crazy like I am a totally different person as to who I was when I started college but there's a part of me that feels like it's sort of been like a full circle moment like I was very I was like this certain type of person in high school and then when I started college I was like I don't want to be that person anymore like I felt like I had a label on myself and it was hard to shake it off and so I was like okay I'm moving across the country well I actually started college in my bedroom because I was that COVID group where oh, we didn't yes. get to campus for the first year. So in theory, I didn't move across country, but I was starting school at a school across country. And so it was like, I could totally reinvent myself. And so I feel like for so long, like at least the first two years, it was just kind of like trying to be who I wanted to be and seeing how that felt and like experiencing things and then after that with everything that I learned good and bad I started to kind of figure out okay what are the things I actually like and I don't like and now I feel like I'm very secure as to who I am as a human being like I know who I am what I like what I don't like and it's very easy for me to like live life for myself instead of like living life for other people because I feel like the first two years well I mean the okay obviously my first year was again like literally COVID but I had a very interesting experience my first year um even though I wasn't on campus but I feel like once I started to I was in LA so I was here my last quarter so like my spring quarter of my freshman year and then throughout my sophomore year it was really just like kind of just like being super social and like going out a ton and like meeting a ton of people and like figuring out just like what is it because I was not a very social human being like in high school I feel like I was very quiet I was very academic and for the first time in my life I wasn't like putting academics first it was like let's just experience life and I feel like that's really what my whole college experience has been I feel like the biggest takeaway ultimately for me will be the things that I experienced and the lessons that I learned rather than like what did I learn in my classes like yeah obviously I've learned some things and being a psych major obviously like things correlate like you learn things in your class that have to do with like your real life but truly I feel like my biggest takeaway with college has been the actual experiences that I had and so I think for like a freshman starting off it's just trust the process sometimes you're going to find yourself 
in positions where you're like, how did I end up here? Sometimes terrible things are going to happen. And you're <laughs> like, what do I do now? Like, I, it feels like my whole life is collapsing down on me. You're going to have moments where you just really don't feel great mentally. You're going to have moments where you're reconsidering everything where you're like, why did I come to school here? Or like, do I really want to be here? But I think ultimately you just have to trust that everything good and bad is a lesson and you're going to take something out of it and you're going to move forward. And ultimately it's going to make sense as to why stuff happened the way they did, even if it just like, doesn't really doesn't make sense in the moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like college is a really tough time, but like it really does make you stronger and more resilient. And I think there's something so exciting about coming on the other I guess like I would have never thought about it this way when I was a freshman. When I was a freshman, like I, you guys also seem so smart. Like I was listening to your first episode and I was like, wow, they really <laughs> figured out. Like if I had had it that figured out when I was a freshman, maybe like I would have found myself in a much better position. But I feel like at this point, it's just like, it's exciting to come out on the other end and like look at it in reflection be like, wow, like so much happened. And I love the person that I've become because of everything that I've experienced. Yeah, honestly, that's very encouraging to hear. Because at least for me, like my past semester has just been like periods of excitement and then like stagnation where it's just like studying totally. midterm. Like, and it's like, is this what my life is going to be for the next four years? Like just like studying, like Berkeley itself is a very academic environment. But at one point it's like, where is the balance in all of this and like when am I going to be totally. able to see like real change in my like life and my identity so it's like nice to hear that after your experience you see that yeah, yeah. No, I also I'm totally I also have to agree I feel like especially right now I've kind of gone through this phase where I'm like if I I feel like college, at least in my life, has been a lot of like living for the weekend and like living for going out. And I think that this is like the first time in my life I really have had that going out scene and everything like that. And finding that balance of like enjoying every day of your life and not trying to like get those periods of periods of like sadness. Cause obviously like school has studying and all of that. And so if you're not making like your whole life exciting, then it can kind of feel sad when you have those periods where you can't go out and everything like that. And I don't know, I feel like that takes periods of like learning. And that's something at least I've been personally trying to like handle. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like for me, my first, again, it's so complicated because I was not here for so long and then I was here, but at least like the beginning of my college experience, I feel like I put so much emphasis on going out and like having those experiences and all that. And like, I can't even remember, like, I know I was doing school, but I literally cannot, I could not tell you when I was doing school, like when I was fitting it into my schedule, like how I was doing school. <laughs> but um no, I think that like with time, you really do learn the balance. And also what happens when you're in college is like you usually go, well, at least in my experience, not everyone has this experience, but for me, I went super hard at the beginning and then I kind of burnt myself out. And now I'm like, yes, I like like a night out from time to time, but like I would prefer to just be in bed at 9 p.m. with like my book and then like go to sleep. Like I had my fun and I enjoyed it, but I've sort of just, I like feel like a grandmother, like a like a 21 year old grandmother like I phased out of it and that doesn't mean I can't go out it's just like I don't necessarily choose to go out usually so like enjoy it while it lasts like have fun like sometimes I think about like 18 year old me like in LA with 
no care in the world. She was like going out like two to three times a week, um, doing school remotely. Like it was such a good time. And I'm like, sometimes I wish I could just go back and like relive that because it was so simple. Life was so easy in that moment. And I feel like ever since it's just become like, everything has become so much more real where it's like, you actually have to think about like what you're doing with your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Like enjoy it while you have it. Um, I love that. I also was like really eager to ask you about what you thought about UCLA and LA in general. Bianca and I are both from there. Like my house is literally 10 minutes from Westwood. I've been to Rocco's. I've studied at Powell. I feel like I know that you like I ate at Epic like a few weeks ago. I think I know a little bit about the UCLA culture. Um, I'm Persian Jewish. Like I know there's a huge Persian Jewish community there too. Like what did you think about what do you think about LA compared to Miami or your past life? Yeah, so I'm like a Miami girl through and through. <laughs> and I just like, okay, I say I hate LA. I don't think I actually hate LA. I think I just don't love Westwood. Like it's there's a very evident college bubble and I feel like it's so dehumanizing when you're in it like the way I explain it is it feels like there's just this like looming gray cloud at all times and it like the sun never shines even though it does like it does shine but it just mentally doesn't feel like that there's this and I can't it I literally sound like crazy when I say this but I just feel like there's this energy in the air that just like brings out not the worst in me but just like like I feel like my mental health just like kind of plummets every time I'm back yeah. and all but I truly haven't, I feel like I haven't done a ton of like exploring of LA. Like I've obviously been places, but I feel like there's just so much that I haven't seen. And I do tend to just like stay in Westwood because it feels easier. Um, and also like if you're studying and you just like have so much on your plate, like it's hard to plan. Like literally I would love to like use my last quarter and try and like, you know, explore different places in LA, but I'm literally swamped with like schoolwork that I just like don't have the time to plan that in um but yeah no I think maybe if I was like in LA for a different thing like I would actually enjoy it but I just haven't I haven't loved it like I really do enjoy when I could go home and all that um the UCLA culture is interesting I have I feel like I have a little bit of like a love-hate relationship with it where it's like there's something so exciting about being a UCLA student and like saying that you go to school there and like even just like walking on campus like it feels so surreal to this day because you see so many people like on social media and stuff like that be like oh my god UCLA is my dream school like UCLA is my dream school I actually never considered that I could go to UCLA when I like I applied to 20 colleges UCLA wasn't really on my radar obviously like I'd watched YouTube videos and all that and I was like oh, like, seems like a cool school, but it was never in my mind that, oh, maybe I could get in and, like, go there. So the fact that I ended up here is kind of, like, definitely didn't expect it. Like, 16-year-old me could have not planned this, but um, I think it was an inter it's been an interesting journey. I feel like there's been good and bad in it, and, but yeah, like, I'm proud to say that I'm a UCLA student. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think anyone can ever take that away from me the number two public university 
UCLA. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Um, I'm I'm the mediator. I feel like. <laughs> but what I have to say is that I'm from Venice Beach, and I went to like we both Davina and I went to the same high school. But I have to personally say, when one of my best friends goes to UCLA, and whenever I visit him, I also feel like there's a dooming cloud in Westwood. Not only is there a horrible parking there, but it's just stressful. I'm a Westwood hater through and through. I feel like LA is a really bad. Westwood's a really bad example of all that LA has to offer yeah I mean because it's it's dirty it's like gray like (laughs) when I'm walking down the streets I'm like it's not normal to live this way like it's not normal to have like this much garbage on the streets like I don't know why we oh you would hate Berkeley you would hate it (laughs) I actually yeah I have a funny story about that so I had never I'd never even been to California before I committed to UCLA because the whole, like, my dad was like, oh, tour colleges once you get in. But once I got in, COVID struck. And so no one was going anywhere. So I fully committed to UCLA without having ever seen it, without ever have ever been to California or to LA. And it wasn't until March of my freshman year that I came to California for the first time. And the first place I went was actually, well, like school-wise, was Berkeley. I was walking around Berkeley and I was like, oh my God, like if UCLA is like this, I am screwed. Like I will not be able to live here. Luckily, I feel like it's slowly transitioning. It's a little scarier to walk around Westwood now than it was when I was a freshman. But yeah, that was like my first experience with being like in a college town. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely, um, like Westwood, like extreme, like it's like a very, it's, it's just not a nice city in my opinion, Berkeley, like I love the school, yeah, but definitely the area around it is a little bit sketch, Oakland and all of that, um, but I have to agree with you on Westwood too. (laughs) Yeah, I would say I have to have a completely like different experience, like my college is very much like I go to a big ten. I mean, you got like UCLA's fake big ten. It's okay, I can admit it. <laughs> but um, we have like a traditional college experience, and like I cannot imagine going to or at least like out of state UCLA seems very intense. I know we're both out of state students, but I do have to say to anyone listening, like I would completely recommend going to school out of state if you have like the opportunity to because I feel like I've truly like opened my horizons and like I don't know what do you what are your thoughts on being like an out-of-state student and like oh, do yeah. you recommend no, it to I, people I definitely will always recommend it like whenever I know that someone's making a college decision I'm like if that's a possibility like go do it because yes it's tough yes you have your moments where like things get taken away from you that you just like you you the comfort like you don't really have the comfort that you have so I I don't know if you guys know this but I actually spent a year at the University of Miami um so I got to have the experience of being super close to home and then being really far away from home and when I was close to home obviously it was nice like I like the comfort but it did make me realize that I was just meant to be like the out-of-state daughter like the daughter that went far away and like went to school somewhere else because I really am someone who I feel like likes to have like my own life and is like I like to be out of my comfort zone essentially and I feel like going out of state is like that um but eventually like you get used to it and it becomes so easy and it's like kind of your norm and I feel like you can do anything at that point like if you can 
go to college out of state and go through the whole process of moving and having to fly back and forth and like like for example like I've missed like Thanksgiving for example like missing Thanksgiving you can really do anything in life I think I mean obviously there's there's harder things but like starting with the basics I feel like out of state is a good thing yeah I feel like I'm also the out-of-state daughter my twin sister goes to UC Santa Barbara and my older sister goes to USC and so I'm the only one to actually leave and I do think that it's obviously a privileged thing going out of state is definitely um challenging at times but I do think it really builds you up I want to hear more about like life on audio which is your podcast and how you kind of started it I know we are all women in podcast industry and I know it's definitely a challenge sometimes but I want to hear about your life on audio experience and specifically being like a solo host at most times um which is to definitely a challenge so if you want to talk about that I'd love to hear it yeah so where I actually started was not on that podcast it was a podcast that I actually launched exactly a year ago today with my boyfriend at the time so I had the experience of doing like the whole like co-host thing um but we had that podcast for about seven months at some point we obviously broke up and then like we still kept the podcast for a little bit um oh. yeah <laughs> um And then eventually we went no contact and that was the end of that. But that podcast taught me a lot. And like, I had known that I wanted to have like my own podcast since I was maybe like 17, 18 years old. And it was actually kind of a goal of mine. Like when I turned 20, I wrote this list of, I think like 15 goals I had for myself for my twenties. And one of them was to start a podcast and obviously like starting it with someone else is great. And like, I guess I hit that, like I accomplished that. But it didn't feel like I really accomplished it until I started my own podcast because that was really like, now you're on your own. Like there isn't someone else that can like hold your hand and help you out. And it's actually ended up being an amazing experience. I really felt for the longest time, like I couldn't start my own podcast without him. Like I, cause he like Mm -hmm. had like a degree in audio engineering. Like I edit my podcast episodes by myself, but like he was editing all of our podcast episodes. And I was like, I know nothing about that. Like no clue. Like, I don't know how to do it. I was like, that seems so hard. Like, I'm never going to be able to do it. Like, he'll have to edit it for me. But eventually I was like, no, like, you're going to do it yourself. You are, you're going to have this podcast for yourself. And I ended up launching it about like a month after we went no contact. And it really felt like it was kind of like me showing myself like, yes, you can kind of take control of your like life and independence and do something for yourself, even though in the past you've been used to doing it with someone else now it's been I think like five four or five months and it's been an amazing experience I feel like I've been hitting milestones a lot quicker with this podcast than with the other one which is like kind of like a win because it's like okay like like doing it on my own like actually ended up totally working out and yeah I literally talk about anything and everything it's I mean, I think it's mainly made for people like around my age, like college age, maybe a little older, but initially I was kind of talking like it's about the twenties in a way, but also I feel like it can go for anyone who's in college. It's just about figuring your life out, like figuring yourself out, kind of going through the journey of life when you're young and have no clue what you're doing and no clue what life really holds. And I talk, yeah, like I said, I talk about really anything and everything. Currently I'm doing a college series. So like I 
have like one episode a month that's like specifically college related because I thought it was like fitting since I'm ending my college experience and I feel like I'm going to do a lot more episodes about college but I've talked about really like I've talked a lot about like heartbreak and stuff like that and then just like other general experiences that I've had over the past couple of months yeah 100 percent. and speaking of like your like last you know quarter I used to like what are you doing for like to like capitalize on this moment like I'm sure it's kind of surreal to be graduating so soon are you like doing anything specifically to like you know maximize your time here I'm not gonna lie I have this one class that I'm like so insanely overwhelmed by that I can't even like think about like I want to maximize my time here but I literally can't even think about it I am, I did create like a UCLA bucket list at the beginning of the school year and I finally pulled it out and I'm like starting to check off boxes off of it. Um, unfortunately, some of them are just never going to get checked off because <laughs> like one of them was like to a club for a year, like already <laughs> messed that one up. So that's not, or like become like besties with a professor. Like I don't, I don't think that's happening with any of my professors this <laughs> But no, there's a lot of cool things on there that I'm, you know, like excited to experience. So I feel like that's honestly the biggest one. And then just kind of like, I think once my midterms are done, I keep telling myself once the midterms are done, I definitely want to like start reaching out to kind of people who were like part of my college experience, even if we don't really talk as much anymore and just like do one final, like, let's see each other. Let's hang out. Let's catch up. Um, because I know that after this, I probably, I may not ever see them again, or if I do see them, it's going to be like in a really long time or like once in like a couple of years or something. I don't know. Like I have no clue what comes after college, but, um, yeah. Yeah. College friendships are very interesting. I, I mean, again, I've only been here for like a semester and I've already noticed that there's like people that I was like friends with at the very beginning and then kind of just like completely fell off um did you were you able to like hold on to some of those friendships that you made since the beginning or like I how really, was that experience I really think that college is for temporary friendships like obviously mm. people have their success stories and they like you know meet their forever friends but for me it really was like temporary friendships I feel like the majority of the people that I met in college we had maybe like a good six to nine months of a friendship and then after that, it kind of fizzled out. I do have two really close friends that I met during my freshman year, and they're still my friends to this day. But even with that, it's like there were periods of times where we just like never talked, you know, or like we weren't really in contact. Like when I went to UM, it was like I was kind of gone and I didn't really talk to a lot of people here. But then when I came back, like I started seeing them again and it's like nothing ever happened. But um, yeah. Wow. I think that that's definitely true. And I think that that's the first time we've really heard someone say that. I think so many people are like, this is the time you're going to find your bridesmaids and your lifelong friends. No, I, literally, so... I, was, I was convinced that I was going to meet like my bride. Yeah. Literally freshman year, I was like, oh, I have my bridesmaids already. And now I don't talk to any of them. Like, <laughs> Totally. And it's that's so much anxiety to put on a person to like expect that they're going to find these people for the rest of their lives. And I'm really glad that you said that because I think that it's okay to have temporary friendships. And sometimes friendships have a purpose, you know, get you through that hard time, maybe get through that class, whatever it is. It doesn't mean that they, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that your life's not going to move forward, but it 
do think that's like a really lovely mentality and I'm glad you admitted that or said that well I think it's like college is for evolving you're gonna evolve a ton and you have friends for different seasons you know they're evolving you're evolving sometimes it's just you don't make it to the next season with them and that's totally fine totally I have one last thing that I wanted to hear about in the spirit of Valentine's Day today is February 14th I know you briefly talked about your college relationship or the one that you just had I wanted to talk a little bit about like dating in college and like hookup culture and everything like that and how have you like navigated that um and how have you what advice do you have to people that are handling like hookup culture and dating in college right now well I feel like I could do a whole separate episode on that (laughs) yes um I I can't tell you how people actually like meet significant others in college like at their school because I had a very weird like we did not go to the same school we did like it was one of those things where it was just like I don't know how people like find people here at UCLA like whenever I see my friends with their boyfriends like it's literally impossible to meet someone (laughs) and I feel like that probably feels that way like at most college campuses like if you're single and you're just not finding anyone because hookup culture is so prevalent and I don't know if it's like a UCLA thing or whether like every college experiences this but I think at UCLA specifically like most people are really just like driven by the hookup culture and it's like you can either choose to participate or you can choose not to I've done either at this point in my life I'm just like literally riding solo I was like I just don't want to, I don't want to deal with college men anymore. Like I've kind of yeah out of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like freshman, sophomore year, like obviously I was meeting a ton of guys and it was exciting. And like, especially for me, cause in high school, I didn't really get like male attention. So all of a sudden I was getting all this male attention and it was great, but it's like sometimes like, I don't think I made for hookup culture. And like, obviously I was trying it out because it was new and it's exciting. And like, I knew I wasn't finding a boyfriend like none of these guys were interested well I probably was trying to convince myself that they were interested more but like (laughs) probably were not you know and it definitely led to some awkward situations I feel like sometimes I like knew that I was like they were probably just trying to hook up with me but I was trying to like not hook up with them and then you end up in the situation where it's like what do I do now like (laughs) you literally find yourself in some awkward situations um I think with that it's just like I think you really need to be, you need to know what you're comfortable with and you need to stand up for yourself because sometimes, especially like if you haven't really had a ton of experience with like dating other people, like hooking up with other people, you might just like get swept about, swept away by the fact that someone is giving you attention and you'll like mm-hmm. say yes to anything and it's exciting, but then you end up in situations that are not great, like not comfortable, mm-hmm. not great. And so I think if like someone is like you, ha- you have to stand up for yourself and that's like easier said than done. I feel like I'm finally getting to the point where I can stand up to my stand up for myself. Like if a guy is just like, I know that I'm not interested, like I can finally say like, I'm not interested. But I think back then I would give any guy a chance. Cause I was like, who knows? Like maybe there will be like no other guy in the future. Um, and then like in terms of dating being in a relationship, I think that it's easy to get, especially if it's like a first love, it's very easy to get swept away in a relationship and like get super invested in that. But I think it's important to remember that you need to continue focusing your time on other things, developing yourself, friendships, 
and then also focusing on school and that's like easier said than done but um yeah I think it's really important not to get swept away just because that can happen and like I had that experience like I was giving my whole to a relationship that like was great it was a great relationship but it's just like looking back I'm like wow you were you were doing a lot like you were doing a lot and that was not necessarily like now you now I feel like I have to pick up the pieces and just be like okay who am I like now we're focusing on other things like trying to develop ourselves because I wasn't doing that when I was in that relationship yeah honestly your advice this episode has just been top notch and it's been like amazing to hear all of this and learn from you um unfortunately I do not have the zoom upgrade that allows me to have (laughs) unlimited time and I'm getting updates saying that we have a few minutes left but I just like wanted to quickly add that in a lot of ways you remind me of Emma Chamberlain and how you kind of um give this advice that allows people to be comfortable with just themselves and learn it's okay to be alone it's okay to um have experiences that are not like the conventional um like stereotypical like oh this is the best time of your life this is like you're gonna have you know not gonna be able to like live like this in you know any other time of your life and it's like awesome to hear that this is a journey it's gonna have ups and downs it's not gonna be one consistent you know high point and it's totally okay totally I also think that like you can be indifferent about your college experience sometimes and like the idea of like being indifferent about it and maybe it's not the best time of your life is like so normal and I wish that that was more stressed and I think that you do a wonderful job at like you know talking about those experiences and I just think it's so admirable that you are so well spoken and like have this individual podcast and are able to do like editing and everything by yourself which I don't know hopefully I'll get to that point in my life but I just really enjoyed having this conversation no thank you so much um I think this was exciting and yeah I definitely like I hate that we've normalized that like college is supposed to be the best four years of your life because like what if it's not and honestly I'm glad that it's not because like I'm 21 years old. Like I have a lot of life to live. Like if I peak now and I'm screwed, like I'm literally screwed. So yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Um, Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.